Hey. Hey, Kyle. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You finally get over your cold? Yeah. 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 For the most, for the most part. Yeah. Oh, good. Still, I'm, I'm still like all congested and stuff, but I, I think most of that is just due to the weather. Yeah. Yeah. It's but been yeah. Cold I'm, over there. Snow. Yeah, a little bit of snow. It mainly we mainly just get like ice, you know, just like sleet and yeah. and it just it all it gets cold then it all just freezes over. Um but yeah, it's, it's been in like the 20s here. Ugh. Yeah. We've had we've been pretty warm other than Friday. We had snow <laughs> on Friday, but other than that, I think we've only had like two two snow days yeah yeah we haven't had haven't had much uh snow either and we were pretty warm up until a couple weeks ago yeah so how have you been otherwise good good yeah yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. work work's been busy um and then uh i've been uh been watching a lot of peacemaker this week oh yeah i didn't know you had (laughs) hbo max yeah, my my brother let me use his his oh, login. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I'm caught up on it so far. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's uh, I, I can't I get that to... that stupid opening out of my head. It's so, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. I couldn't believe how much dancing was in it when it yeah. first started. <laughs> and, and you you see a lot of uh, John Cena naked. He's naked a lot. It seems yeah. like. Well, in his uh, tidy whities Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his butt. <laughs> but it is rated R, so I mean it's yeah. Sort of. Uh... Yeah, it's good though. I like it. Yeah, we got I, a I... an interesting version of Judo Master. Mm-hmm. And Vigilante is more like Deadpool, in my opinion. He's, he's... Yeah. Yeah, he um, – I'm trying to think. Um, oh, you know who – you know who his voice sounds like? Um, and it, it, it's been bothering me the whole time until they, until they finally, like, took his mask off in the third episode. Yeah. Um, the whole time, like his voice, it sounds exactly like, um, uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Um, Who's that? He, he was in, he, he's, he was in, um, uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, he's, uh, like a comedic actor. Um, did you see Step Brothers? I did. He's oh, Adam the, Scott he, is the brother. The yeah, he he's the, the brother. The oh, okay, brother, I yeah. gotcha. He's the <laughs> asshole brother. Yeah, the Catal- Catalina voice. wine mixer. He's the one that yeah. ran. Yeah, yeah, that guy. But yeah. his voice—it's—it it, sounds exactly like Vigilante's voice. Ah, I didn't notice it. Yeah, and I've watched it, Step been... Brothers at least fifteen times. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and and if but I mean if you if you watched Parks Parks and Rec, you would I mean he he's a major character in that. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, Star-Lord was in there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in there too. Yeah. And the guy with the mustache, I forget what his name is. But uh I'm aware of the show and I'm aware of the actors that come out of it, but I'm not <clears throat> I never watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I I don't know. It's it was uh it, it was just weird like watching uh watching it and then hearing Vigilante and I I was picturing Adam Scott's face the whole time. And yeah. uh but I, it helps that they finally unmasked him so I can see who who plays him. <laughs> I dig I dig the music. Like uh I do too, yeah. Well, like I I wasn't even aware of the Choir Boys. Like I, until now, I mean, yeah. there's, there's some bands, well, like Cinderella, like when he was looking through those old 80 hair bands, 
Yeah. Because he, he slept with that rocker girl <laughs> that turned out to be a butterfly. I don't understand what the butterflies are, but they look pretty creepy. Yeah. They look yeah. like they're, they, I mean, they have superpowers and I don't know what their <laughs> limits are. And, or, yeah, what their, or even what their objective is, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're almost kind of like Martians, you know? Yeah. They're, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's it's I really, really like good. The, yeah. I really like the the blonde agent. Yeah, she's, she's the, badass. The serious one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they introduce uh, Amanda Waller's daughter, which is interesting. Nobody yeah. knows it's her daughter except for Amanda and herself. Yeah, just just wait till the others find out. Yeah. And but Peacemaker's I like, uh, dad is interesting too. <laughs> yeah, he is a piece of work. Yeah, played by uh, Robert Patrick <laughs> from yeah. Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like that. Um, I like that they've given uh, that they're doing Peacemaker with like a kind of a comedic. Uh, slant to him too yeah because you know? yeah. It, it makes the because i mean that character is so brutal um yeah i'm I, psychotic it, more than than uh humor is but yeah they're, yeah they're trying to make him humorous but at the same time i i guess you feel sorry for him or you know like some kind of like sympathetic towards him yeah because he's got the asshole father and nobody seems to really care eagly's awesome that eagly's awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah eagly's awesome uh but yeah they uh i like that um because because peacemaker he's still like i mean they make a point of reminding you like constantly that he's a killer you know he's a killer but he doesn't have any powers yeah and like he's and very he, human like when he was jumping off the balconies to get away and he's he, like, he kept falling on that one shoulder <laughs> yeah. yeah and the way he jumped too was like was like the um the most ungraceful way to jump to jump right this. right because he ended up falling in the worst way possible (laughs) yeah he doesn't even try to like land tuck and roll or anything it's just like he just bounced it looks like the most (laughs) awkward way to do it like Mm -hmm. the way i would not try to do it yeah it's very unnatural but yeah and they 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 get like he's got a he's got a conscience too like he like he um he couldn't couldn't shoot the kid yeah he couldn't shoot the family Mm -hmm. i did like that scene though when uh vigilante was taking them all out yeah and uh (laughs) he's he's like um he's like wife down yeah son down down. (laughs) daughter down yeah (laughs) he had no problem yeah His yeah. his costume's too real true to the real costume. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. And vigilante looks <laughs> when good they're, too. When they're torturing vigilante. <laughs> it's like peacemaker doesn't care. He's like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> vigilante because vigilante knew that peacemaker really didn't even like him all that much (laughs) yeah you see they mentioned doll man too doll man yeah 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 that was cool yeah it'd be cool if they it'd be cool if they could get it going like get the get the series going for like quite a few seasons so that they can really dig deep into the the universe you know and and get some other characters to show up and yeah that would be cool because really it could be like uh 
it could almost be like a suicide squad continuation if you know if he if some of those characters make appearances sure yeah it could be interesting i don't know how many episodes they're gonna be probably six i don't know yeah eight i've seen a ton of marketing for it though like it, it seems like it's all over the place yeah so hopefully it does well well i think uh those that like Suicide Squad will like this. Um, I think the people that like Peacemaker to be more serious probably won't like it. Yeah. Um, I my my brother has been watching it too, and he's like he's not into comics or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he. He didn't. He didn't know who Peacemaker was um, until he saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. But but he liked um, Suicide Squad, and which is why he watched Peacemaker, and he really likes Peacemaker. Yeah. So I could. I mean, I could definitely see it appealing to, you know, more more than just comic people. Yeah. Well, that's good. <clears throat> Because I was watching a, a a series that didn't make it that was DC, Why the Last Man. Oh, and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I was really getting into it towards the end. I mean, it, it's slightly different. But uh, I was uh, enjoying it, but it's not getting renewed. So we'll never know. <laughs> How many episodes did it get? It went eight episodes, I think. Huh. Yeah, and that one seems like it would have wider appeal, um, just because of the the wide the appeal. Nature, that the nature, yeah. The the comic had. I think it costed a lot of money, and nobody wanted to spend because the yeah. cast is so. It's got a large cast. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. and they spent money. I mean, they had Diane Lane. You know they they uh, had a pretty good acting you know roll call in there, so it, it was it was a good show. Hmm. But yeah. but it ended at an okay. It ended at like a a battle of the Amazons versus like one of the the towns. It it was it was pretty interesting ending at least. I was hmm. worried that they were going to end it like on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, and then we would never see it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's got to be so hard to to make it nowadays as a TV show, you know, there's so much stuff. Yeah. So much to compete with. All right, you want to get started? Yeah. What do you want to start with? Um, how about uh how about Flintstones? All right. Let me bring it up. Cuz I I I read this one on the app even though I have the print. <clears throat> yeah, same here. <clears throat> I really like this book. Um this 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 the the first they all they all are like politically themed and Mark Russell tends to do that like he always has like uh some kind of current event or or take on something mm-hmm. and, and the first he does it real like um it's not in your face and like in some of the books it is this one's more like subtle um the first one kind of deals with like laborers you know and like paying them because they get a bunch of neanderthals to work at the quarry yeah it's like uh this one it's like uh it's like a, a class like a class thing um with like the the Neanderthals are obviously like the lower, lesser class, but it's also got the, you know, the the evolutionary thing 
Well, Slate, Slate wants too. to hire them because <laughs> they're cheap. Uh, they're cheap, <laughs> cheap labor, and they're strong. Yeah. <clears throat> so he sends Fred to kind of wow them, and uh, it doesn't work as well as you'd think it would work. Yeah, because they don't, they don't uh, really. Uh, they they have different uh, culture or uh, culture basically. Yeah, like they t- it takes them to a boxing match and they're pretty shocked by the fighting and how brutal it is. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like when the uh, when they're at the the outback snake house and uh, um. The the one guy's like, why why didn't we order that? And points to the buffalo. Yeah. And Fred's like, you want to eat the air conditioner? <laughs> <laughs> and they pay them at the end of the day, but I'm sure it's a lot less. And then the other the other <clears throat> part that's happening is Wilma is doing like these finger painting, and she gets a letter saying they're gonna put it into the museum. And it doesn't turn out to be like what she wanted it to be because there's a bunch of critics there and they're sort of like making fun of her her artwork. Yeah, and just one last thing on the, the previous um, part. Did you get the um, – so when they, when they paid those Neanderthals, they didn't even understand money or what to do with money anyways? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do we do with these? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that was funny with Wilma's artwork. It's it's the the hand, the handprint, um, and she has her own reason for doing that. But um, <clears throat> and it's um, basically that um, her ancestors had done the same types of paintings. Um, but I thought that was funny, just the idea of, you know, uh, in present day, uh, somebody discovering the, the handprint type paintings. Yeah. And... <laughs> the Cave of Forgotten Dreams, man, that documentary. <laughs> was oh, all about yeah. A yeah, of a cave. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Wilma's gorgeous in this, though. Like, yeah. Like Pew draws draws her beautiful. Yeah. So that's the first issue. the The second issue. Well, in the first issue too, the the end of the issue when they're at uh, Mr. Slate's, um, or bef- right before the end when they're at Mr. Slate's house for that party, and. Uh, he gets one of the Neanderthal guys killed by the the mammoth. Mammoth, yeah, because he's like, go go bring that, and we'll we'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. And they he falls through the ice, and that's kind of how the comic opens. Is they have like a stuffed Neanderthal, and that's the same Neanderthal that fell through the ice. Yeah, and they it's I I like how the people in the museum think that he might have been somebody important like somebody that r- runs the quarry or ran the quarry because he <laughs> because slate gave him that gold that ne- yeah, necklace, that necklace. <laughs> yeah the next one i liked was i liked a lot because it was it was more like buy buying junk buying stuff yeah <laughs> Yeah. They call it crap. <laughs> but they invented like the TV and they're watching like the news. Uh Barney and Will um Barney and Betty have a <clears throat> have a, a large screen TV in their uh room. Mhm. And they end up buying all kinds of stuff from the mall. <laughs> like can openers and a power po- goat. Power goat, yeah. <laughs> the dishwasher's like an octopus. <laughs> I like the power goat. <laughs> yep, and then it starts the religious stuff because it's like the first church of 
animalism, yeah. and then it says, you know, they worship Morp. <clears throat> yeah, I like how they um, they all just stand there waiting for the guy to come up with a new god. Yeah. <laughs> And then they decide whether it's good enough or not. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a slight um, interlude where they have to go get another job and they're selling vitamins. <clears throat> yeah. To try, to try to pay for all the stuff that they're buying. Yeah. But it's, but... it's like one of those, uh, those trendy um, like pyramid schemes. And then they uh, start worshiping a uh, a pink elephant called Peaches. <laughs> yeah. It makes a so uh, a song reference. I don't know if you've ever heard the the Peaches song. What else has been the teaches of Peaches? It it's on the sign, and that there there's a song by Peaches that, that I actually bought. It's called "Fuck the Pain Away." <laughs> <laughs> And it's a pretty crazy song, but... Uh, so that's a lyric from that song? Yeah. What else okay. has been the huh. Teaches of Peaches? Hmm. And that's kind of like their religion, is to worship this pink elephant for a while. <clears throat> and it just keeps on switching. Yeah. And Barney's successful at selling the vitamins because he uses his son as like, hey, look what these vitamins do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can lift a car. <laughs> and Fred Fred sold one bottle and freaks out yeah. when he didn't make anything. And they get Dino at the end of it. Yeah, I like that as a that was a cool way of uh introducing Dino. Yeah, they trade in the dishwasher and the power goat and they they get Dino. He was about to be recycled. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and um issue 3 was uh issue 3 got pretty crazy. It was where the um this uh, spaceship came down, and uh, this uh, advanced race of aliens um, visited them and basically were really unimpressed and uh, really just wanted to document what they found, but that was it. And then they, they left and added the planet to the Galactopedia and then it and becomes then... like a spring break for their children. <laughs> yeah. And they kill a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, what they call it? Uh, galactic, galactic break. Galactic break, yo. Yeah, galactic break, yo. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's aliens just partying all over the place. And then they start uh, zapping people, disintegrating people. And the only thing they can do to stop them is is tell their parents, tell the home planet. Yeah. I really love Pew's Pew's art. He he does like a really good job on these things. Yeah, the art in this book is amazing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like I I I had read I had read one and two, but never finished it. So three was new to me, but I had read one and two again for this. Yeah, I I can't remember how many issues I had read when it was coming out. I know I didn't finish it. Yeah. But I had I had at least read a few issues. <clears throat> so I think I had read the. The, the three issues before. And then the, we, we also had on the app uh, the witching hour. And, and for some reason they don't have three. Uh, it, it seems like this, 
the the witching hour was more scanned than it was like yeah. uh like <clears throat> when we read uh house of mystery it's like recolored and represented mm-hmm. and this one seems more like it's an original scan off of the comic book when she said yeah 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 it does yeah and we've i've we've seen a couple like this i um the i remember the last issue of firestorm we read was like that too yeah you you had pointed that out yeah it's like what changed <laughs> why did they do that yeah it was it's almost like they just added added it in and they hadn't gotten around to touching it up or whatever yeah i don't know how you felt about this but i thought it was weaker than our house of mystery <clears throat> and house of secrets yeah and, it was but i did like i did like the hosts because they they would argue <laughs> and they were kind of like the the banter between the witches Mm -hmm. uh was interesting and i I think it would have been interesting to see like the letters pages to see what people were like if they were voting because that's the way they kind of presented it is the three witches were saying my story is better than your story and it was uh morded mildred and cynthia and i think cynthia is the babe she's the one that's better looking than the others yeah yeah yeah, Mordred, Mildred, and Cynthia. And they have like an Igor, you know, like a hunchback that they don't treat very well. But they don't to... ever really show him. No, he just well, in first issue they did. I thought they well, did anyway. Well, they I think they only they just show his like silhouette and they don't uh, really Oh yeah, you're right. I I thought it was him but it was the heavier witch. Never mind. Yeah, yeah the witches are, or the the two witches, anyways, are uh, a little rough looking. <laughs> yeah, they they send him out on on jobs, and then they tell these stories. One of one of them's about a tap dancer, which is 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 sort of strange. Like he was a famous tap dancer, and then he goes to he wants to go to the future to get a machine so he can tap dance because he's getting older. That, but he's that'll uh, keep him tap dancing. Well, and it's it's interesting too because he's a millionaire, and he's just a really like mean guy, I guess. Yeah. But he's all was also a Broadway star. Um and made a fortune tap dancing, but he's he's yeah he's kind of dressed almost like a uh like a 1920s gangster or something, but he's got a pointy mustache. He doesn't look like a tap dancer. He looks like a a Vincent Price in a purple suit. Yeah, he does. And he goes to the future because he has this technology to get this gizmo, and this gizmo allows him to tap dance, but he sort of tap dances his way to death, <laughs> like where he's a corpse. Well, he sees um, he sees an image from the future of this machine, and it looks like it's making the guy dance, but it's... Um, uh, it's making him like dance until he dies. Basically, it's like a a punishment. And then the witch that looks like a traditional witch, um, she tells the <laughs> eternal hour. This is an unusual story, but it's about a guy that was picked on, mm-hmm. and then he he goes and hides at the top of the bell tower. And there's there's a bunch of people there that that still treat him like crap and but there's this one guy that goes and makes sure he, ha- he has food so he'll live. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they every once in a while they send somebody up to to go get him and whoever they send up ends up like disappearing and not coming back right turns out he died a long time ago in the gears i think <clears throat> yeah and it's like the ghost that 
is haunting that bell tower. Mm. Yeah. And then the, the good-looking witch, uh, she tells the perfect surf. Yeah, she, it's funny. Um, she has like uh, kind of like uh, um, almost like uh, like sixties uh, or seventies like uh, vibe to her. You know, yeah. like she 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 has the. Um, like sixties or sixties like slang talk that she uses, and um, she just she seems like she was meant to be the the cooler witch. Yeah, and I with this first issue, it seems like she tells like a more modern story. Um, mm-hmm. but then but then it doesn't it doesn't stay to that. Like I thought, I thought her. The other two witches, their stories would be more classical, and then hers would be sort of modernized. But yeah. they, it didn't hold that pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I really was... like the art in this one. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I know the artists were Alex Toth, Pat Boyette, and Jack Sparling, but they're not really credited in the individual stories. And... um. I really like the art on this particular one. Mm-hmm. And it's about a surfer that just wants that perfect wave. Yeah, that's all he thinks about. <laughs> he's When he's with his girlfriend, all he can think about is the perfect wave. Then he finally gets it, but the wave takes him out to the middle out of the to ocean. Sea. <laughs> and it sounds like the girl follows him, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's weird how some of these stories are there's always like this short story at the end, yeah. Yeah, or in between. Like this one's silk gauze. This one's interesting cuz it's the séance. Um it, it's almost <clears throat> like this was uh, the there was one I can't remember which one we covered, but it was like telling like true stories. And this reminds me of that, like sort of telling the stories of maybe like a, a, a husband and wife that would do seances and then they were arrested because it was falsified. Hmm. But uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what this was about. Yeah. It was called the silk gauze, and that was the stuff that was, like, illuminated to make her look like she was... Yeah, that's right, yeah. Supernatural effect. The art in that one looks very uh, more Golden Age looking to it. Yeah, it does look uh, a bit older. And then the, oops, I gotta go to uh, the next one. Yeah, and the the next one starts similarly uh, with the three witches again, and they, um, and they uh, tell their. They have to get ready to tell their stories again at, at midnight. And the, uh, let's see, the first one. Oh, the first, the first story was the, um, the guy who, who drives his, uh, coworker out to the <laughs> middle of nowhere <laughs> because his coworker got a job that he wanted. Yeah, he got, he promoted. got a promotion. Yeah, promotion that he wanted, so he's gonna kill his coworker. He threw him off the edge of a cliff. Yeah, he pushes him off the edge of a cliff, and the um, basically the guy screaming as he's falling off the cliff uh, haunts the guy um, and drives him insane, pretty much. And he, uh, 
he eventually starts seeing the guy's ghost. Um, and, uh, and then he's like infinitely falling. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's like frozen in a state where he's thinks he's falling forever. Basically (laughs) he's just laying in bed screaming. Yeah. So he's going to get put in an asylum and, Oh, that would be an Branded awful... Nuts. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that would be awful. Well, he did kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. The next one's the Trip of Fools. This is a, a slavery thing where they get a bunch of slaves, put them on the boat, and then they auction them off. And something happens to everybody that's involved in the course of taking these mm-hmm. slaves to America. Yeah, they just kind of vanish. Yeah. Vanish out of thin air. Because they're aliens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you find the out Africans that the... are really aliens and they're capturing yeah. the people and putting them in a jar kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's like one of those irony, you know, they they want mm-hmm. slaves and then they end up being the slave in their own <laughs> little zoo in space. Yeah, slave for another, a different race. And there's that weird short story, The Beat Goes On, which is about a ghost that is a yeah. constable. <clears throat> yeah, walking through the graveyard. I guess the the story of the third witch, the sexy witch, is still in the like it's more of a modern hippie type tale in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, that's kind of the way I felt about her stories. Because she's in love with this this uh, this guy who I guess knew Elvis, and he she want he wants her to steal a golden record because he was a prince or he wants to become a prince and the way he could do that is by getting the golden record and and take it from this uh huge troll well i guess it's like a troll looking guy ogre maybe (laughs) and uh she goes after him and sort of trades a camera uh for while, while he's infatuated with the camera she takes the golden record back to her prince, and once he touches the golden record, he turns into a frog. So. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then there's a fact file number six on uh, Sargon the Sorcerer. Yeah. And then number four was... At least the intro was very weird because they got new neighbors, the witches. So they're like, let's go over and introduce ourselves to our neighbors. Yeah, and I actually didn't get around to reading number four. Okay, well, I'll briefly talk about that one. They they go uh, visit their neighbors and they say, well, let us know which story is the best. (laughs) The first story is about a guy that's like haunted in his own ha- house in one of his rooms. Like he'll he'll go in the room and then all of a sudden there's objects that are crashing towards him. And it turns out like he feels guilty for not helping his wife. I guess she died and he didn't take her to the doctor in time. So he's got like it's called a matter of conscience and yeah. uh he hires an exorcist that specializes in witches, warlocks, and ghosts and ghouls, and he hires him to, to like, uh, do something to the house. And it, it looks like he is going to rid the ghost of the house, but as soon as he thinks that he's done, it he realizes, no, it, it didn't really help. So um, he's still being haunted. Then there's a weird white page about if you have ghosts. <laughs> it's it's so bizarre. I posted yeah. it on Twitter because it, if you read it, it's 
it's like what to do if you have ghosts, but it, it's so ridiculous. Like leaving a glass of milk and yeah, some cookies. cookies. <laughs> yeah, on a plate beside the bed. Yeah, and be friend, like be Santa friendly. Claus. Yeah. The the disaster in a jar. This one I probably like the most of all the stories. Um, it's our sexy witch. Uh, telling the story and it's about this guy that can't sell he's like a door-to-door salesman and is selling this cream to help these older women look younger and nobody believes him that this cream gives them youth so he decides well what can I do I'm gonna uh, go broke if if I don't figure out a way to sell this so he gives free samples and to these old ladies and they turn to these really young beautiful girls and uh, they're any everybody's throwing money at him now so he's got all this <laughs> money and he's like well what am I gonna invest it in now um, <laughs> and he, he invested in like wigs because he knows that the chemical that he was using uh, is gonna make them bald <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And then the third one was about witch trials, and it's about these <laughs> this judge and this older guy that are actually going to walk through the the forest. They had just condemned a witch to death and burned her, and uh, they're walking through. And then there's a bunch of witches that intercept these guys, and they're like, "Let's, uh, you know, let's give them a taste of their own medicine," kind of thing. And it turns out that the guy that's with the judge is a warlock himself. So huh. he was looking to get revenge as well. But he takes out the witches. So um, hmm. that's how that one ends. And then the I just, na- neighbors I, kick them out. Yeah, I just wanted to point out the... Um... The panel with all of the angry bald women in the previous story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a. I really like whoever does the art for the <clears throat> this sexy witch. <laughs> it's so weird. Her eyes are very bizarre. Yeah, she's, she's got, got these ca- huge lips, and she doesn't have like her hair is like shaped in the uh a v of like a vampire i forget what they call that um but she wears these sexy dresses and high heels and yeah she's kind of yeah kind of similar looking to elvira but she's blonde yeah and she looks a little bit more like, um, a little bit more like, um, I guess, hippie or like she's got like a, I don't know, like a 60s looking dress on. Yeah, I wonder like in the later issues if she's still around because she's my favorite by far. Yeah. And I, I think I like her <laughs> stories the best. Because they're not as old. Like, they're more hip tales. <laughs> a little bit. They're groovy. Yeah, less, less, <laughs> yeah, and a little less predictable, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> I drank something, went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> And then we have uh, Crime Syndicate, which is wrapping up the four. I think we covered the four issues prior. Yeah. I I reread issue four um, just to um, kind of reacquaint myself with what was going on. Yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of remembered the gist of it. Like I was like, "This is odd." You know, it's like the crime syndicate we know, but this is like how they're formed. You know, like yeah, it's like their rebirth, basically. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's it's like uh, their rebirth, and 
they didn't have power ring instead they had the emerald knight yeah he's and it's their he, version of john stewart yeah um yeah and he's similar to power ring in that the the ring controls him basically or like tries to bully him yeah uh but this john stewart's a little bit he's a He's got a little. He's got more confidence and more willpower than what Power Ring had, I think, because Power Ring was a little bit more cowardly. Oh yeah, this guy's way more confident. Yeah. <clears throat> and he and then, uh, he he's a good guy initially because in this Earth Three, <clears throat> the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys. So that's you know like Lex Luthor's trying to assemble a a league of heroes uh consisting of like Harlequin and Gigantra Sinestro. Sinestro Sinestro gets to uh John Stewart first and recruits him so he's now part of the team where they have Johnny Quick and Johnny Quick was slaughtering a lot of people right him and Atomica, and Atomica. Yeah. she's vicious, man. Yeah, both of those two are just Jeez. like ser- serial killers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so issue four, they were battling the the giant Starro. Um. What was the origin story in issue four? Because each uh, each uh, issue has an origin. Uh, it was uh, e- Emerald uh, Knight. Knight. Yeah. So they had um, Emerald Knight in that, and then uh, <clears throat> we had Atomica and Johnny Quick on yeah. the five and six. In Emerald Knight, um, I know we probably talked about it when we covered it, but his uh, his origin basically is he's a cop, and he was. Um, uh, he was with his daughter at this uh, like convenience store, and he he ran into these guys who uh, their dad had like bribed um, John Stewart, and uh, so he's like beating these guys up, and his daughter happens to see him like beating these guys up, and then the power ring shows up and uh, recruits him. Uh, and basically he blasts these guys with the power ring and kills them in the back of this alley and then his uh his daughter is just like horrified and doesn't want anything to do with him right he's he's a big part of this overall story cuz he's the one that turns yeah um, he's kind of like the key that they're all fighting over here right you're right because so, he he holds some he holds some power over Amazons it seems like um because even like the Amazons are kind of afraid of him yeah because he's on Thermoscara at one point I think <laughs> yeah where Power Princess comes from yeah <clears throat> but uh. What happens in issue five is essentially them going after the, the League of Heroes, League of Justice, and Luther and his team going after Johnny Quick. And at this time, Emerald Knight is the hero, and he kills Johnny Quick, which uh, Sinestro <laughs> said, what did you do? Like, why did you kill him? Um, and before that, Atomica had gotten to the ear of Giganta and took her out. Yeah. And then they're sort of have their satellite of justice and they have a big battle between uh, the Luther's team and uh, them. And then Supergirl comes in and uh, she's sort of a good guy and working with Luther and beating the crap out of well she's not it's not supergirl it's i guess ultra girl yeah uh, she she's beating the crap out of ultraman and uh he's he's sort of like letting it happen because he's like hey this is my cousin i don't want to do anything to hurt her and well uh, he's yeah and he's got like uh 
a very um he's kind of like uh zod in the sense that he's got a very high regard for for all kryptonians yeah and because of that she whoops his ass but atomica's not <laughs> taking that she gets into her ear and uh, yeah. slaughters her and he's not too happy about that that she killed a kryptonian she's, and I, she's vicious man she's just she is yeah i i kind of wonder if um if uh i got the feeling that um ultra girl and luther uh were a, like a couple in here yeah and that would sort of make sense because if you read superman in the 90s Luther yeah. had uh, Matrix. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he almost had her like under his control kind right. of. Right. It was kind of creepy. <clears throat> yeah. It, it almost yeah. seemed a little sexual to it in some instances. Oh yeah, it did. And yeah. it was almost like it was almost like she she was like under his control and and like did what he said all everything, everything he said he pretty said, much. Yeah. <clears throat> I love how uh I love how Owlman has has the talons. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> and um did you see who got uh Sinestro's ring? No. Um so in issue 6 um cuz Sinestro gets killed uh by Emerald Knight. Um uh, Emerald Knight uh, kind of cho- he chooses uh, the dark side. <laughs> chooses the dark side, yeah. Because Su- Superwoman was trying to um, uh, bring him over to her side, and and she did, and he shot Sinestro with a an arrow construct. Um, but Sinestro's ring goes off to it looks like uh, Despero. Oh yeah, I forgot he had that one panel. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so that was cool. And so this the sixth issue is basically um uh the uh the crime syndicate um, kind of forming and and starting their rule over the world over Earth three. I love I love uh, these crime syndicate stories though. Like I wish I wish this would be an ongoing. I'd love to see a crime syndicate ongoing. That'd yeah. be so fun. Well, I hope there's at least a part two. Because yeah. now, now we have the team assembled, and just to see how everything evolves, you know. Yeah, but it, it's um, it's such a great it's such a great team. Um, with Superwoman is kind of like running, it running things and like manipulating everybody. And Ultraman basically just like gets high on kryptonite. Yeah, he's until, the naive until he lo- one. Loses his mind, and uh, <laughs> and Owlman is kind of uh, strategizing as well, just like Superwoman. Yeah, and the Green Lantern uh, is way more dangerous, I think. He is, and because, he's unpredictable. Because, because, yeah, he's unpredictable, <clears throat> and he's got confidence, like Power Ring. Like you said, yeah. was sort of a cowardly dude. But he there's were so many times in, in this mini where he like shows like good morals, um, but then he you know, at the end he just he chooses the wrong side and murders Sinestro. Yeah. <clears throat> cool deal. So what do you want to cover next time? Um, good question. I didn't get a chance to pick. Uh, I was wondering so... if you wanted to go back and uh, go back to Action Comics. 
Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So we can do, we can do that. <clears throat> Are you buying um one star squadron? No, I'm okay. not. That one looks really interesting. And it's a uh, a Flintstone Raider. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's probably not on the app yet, right? No. It just started. It's only two issues in. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, how about The Conjuring? That one is on the app. It's got two issues at least. Conjuring. Conjuring. Oh, um... DC Horror, I think it's under... Presents The Conjuring. Uh... The Lover? Yeah. Okay, it looks like they have five issues. Oh, they do. Wow. Oh, that's, uh... Oh, that's cool. It's, um... Different writer it's... every time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we can do these. Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> do you want to do all five that they have? Yeah, might as well. And this, these that's are the modern, whole, that's... modern storytelling it too. Yeah, and action comics whole... won't have too many because we were pretty current. We'll yeah. probably have like three issues of that. Okay. And it takes a lot less time to read the new stuff as opposed to an older stuff. Oh, I know. It It's a lot more words to read older material. Did you have an idea of what you're picking for the poll? Uh, no, not really. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to do... <clears throat> I'm gonna do two of the Hanna Barbera things still. I'm gonna, I wanna do the Flintstones four through six. Okay. And see if that one wins. Um, and then the Jetsons one through three. You know, I don't think I ever read the Jetsons one. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, let's see. That last poll we did was probably was the first one in a while where I actually voted on my own book. <laughs> I can't vote. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, because I, if you're the author, you can't, you can't vote. Yeah. That stinks. But I would have voted for Green Lantern, I think, if if I could vote. <clears throat> It was a really close race, and uh, usually we get votes in the 30s, and this one was uh, close to 50, I think. This was okay. 50, 51 votes. Very, yeah, that's Very good. close. That's good. It was uh, Green Lantern had 25.5, Phantom Stranger had 23.5, Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes had 23.5, and Witching Hour had 27.5. It's funny because the thing that I, I didn't realize is when I ask for a tie break, the people can't tell what's tied. And in other words, until after, they have to vote in order to see yeah, what, that's tr that's what true. the results are. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. E I didn't either until somebody said, you know, <clears> I voted <throat> for this, but I didn't know that the tie break was this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I gotta pay more attention to that because we end up in ties a lot more often. So do you just um, do you just say we have a tie between this and this? 
I will now. I I, yeah. I, I did I didn't know it to begin with, but uh, right. It it ended up well because we had 51 votes. Like the votes before were like 39, before that it was 33. So we're usually getting at like 33 responses. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time it was in in the 50s. I think the highest we ever got was in the 60s, <laughs> but it was a good turnout. So my first choice for the the app will be um, I will recycle one of your old picks. Um, I'll do uh, the Hawk World series um, one through three. Okay. So the 89 to 93. Um, and then let's I hope they start filling some of these holes. Yeah. Yeah, luckily, there hasn't been a whole lot that I've run into that I wanted, really wanted to read that wasn't on here. Mm -hmm. Um,. But the some of the ones where you have the big runs, like the big um, flash uh, volume that has a huge hole in it. Yeah, Green Lantern's the same. <clears throat> yeah. Because I I really I I was covering Green Lantern for Retro, and I I just picked one <laughs> that I ordered to try to fill my uh, collection, and I read it finally but I didn't have the context of the previous issue or the mm. one after it. And I wanted to, and instead of going to the basement to try to find it, I was like, let me look at the app and I, I can just pull it up right away. And they didn't have yeah. it. So I was like, ah, oh, damn. Okay. I'll do, um, I'll do uh Batman streets of Gotham one through three. That's a good one. That's around the time that the Gotham City Sirens was coming out with the Streets of Gotham. Yeah, that was a that was a really good um, that was a really good period for mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, they weren't selling a lot, but the books were really good. Yeah, yeah. they had a a huge line too. Yeah. They had a lot going on. Okay, so our our contest will be Flintstones four through six, Jetsons one through three, Hawkworld series one through three, and Batman Streets of Gotham. That one might not fit. I might have to do S O G. Yeah. Or something weird. Is there yeah. a short? Is there a short abbreviation for street? S T. S T. Yeah. I'll do that. Maybe that'll fit. ST of Gotham. Because I don't want to lose the context of it. Yeah. Because who's going to know what SOG means? SOG. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I would probably figure it out. And, I mean, sometimes they'll do that. You'll see the... Um, I mean, I'll see abbreviations like that. Yeah. I wish the survey would allow you a little bit more <clears throat> space to put stuff. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't. Because I would want to put the year for everything, and sometimes <clears throat> it doesn't always fit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we can uh, wrap this one up. Uh, you can reach Kyle at kpettit5 you can reach me at mike myers brunch on twitter 
And this is at dcnoisepodcast.com. And on Facebook, you can click like button for DC Noise Podcast and follow all the episodes for DC Everything Else and this one, DC Spotlight. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Action Comics. And what was the other one? I didn't write it down. The Conjuring. Oh, The Conjuring. That's right. Which is good because I like the movies. I don't know if you watch The Conjuring, but I I would be really interested to see what they do with these comics, you know. Yeah. And it's interesting because I didn't know that they were they were hiring some like there's Scott Snyder and Tim C like it's a different team for every issue it looks like. Yeah, yeah, it should be uh it should be interesting. Looks good. Cool beans. Cool. We'll have a a good week. And yeah, we'll talk you to too. you in two weeks. Yeah, Got a lot of reading to do. Oh, I'll try not to. Oh, I to. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird going back to work and not having any holidays to look forward to. <laughs> oh, I know. My next one's not till May, and I don't have a vacation <clears throat> or anything planned. So it's yeah. a long and the – going from like – Four months where I had a week off in it every month to nothing is a, a new uh, getting used to. I know it's it sucks every every year that uh, once the holidays are done it's like ugh now back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool beans. We'll talk to you in uh, two weeks. Cool. Take See care. Ya. Bye. Yeah. Bye.